0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Mikey Munoz podcast. And today we have, I'm going to say a couple of the things we're going to talk about today and just discuss. And the first thing is woke airlines. It's the first thing we will be talking about. (laughs) The border crisis, which I think is it's pretty big deal. I want to talk about it because a lot of people probably don't know about it. And then also we're going to talk about the stimulus bill breakdown and the persecution of Christians. So stay tuned for all these things and um let's get into it so the first one woke airlines okay so unite you guys know united airlines they're they obviously are a um an airline business and and i want to read you this tweet they just put out the other day it was two days ago our flight deck should reflect and i quote our flight deck should reflect the diverse group of people on board our planes every day That's why we plan for 50% of the 5,000 pilots we train in the next decade to be women or people of color. Learn more and apply now, blah, 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 whatever it says. Okay. So reading that, most people would just be like, oh, okay, that's normal. You know, yeah, good. We're including people. Okay. Okay, if we read it again, that's why we plan for 50% of the 5,000 pilots we train for the next decade to be women or people of color. That's great. That's a good thing. I – okay. I I have no problem with that. But what if there's not – what if there's not 25 – 2,500 pilots that they train that are – that they train that are women or people of color that are more skilled at the job of flying an airplane than other people. What are they going to do? They're just going to hire the less... The someone that's less skilled at flying an airplane? Because that's what it sounds like. They're they're going to force it to be people of color and women. And, and to me, this... What, hap- what happened to hiring somebody for just being qualified just being the best at their job just their skill and if there's one job in america that needs to be based off just skill it it's flying an airplane you're literally flying people's lives you're flying them across somewhere for their life i i no one goes up to the pilot and says oh oh well are you black or are you white or or are you woman are you a man are you a trans no one does that no one does that we every single person that flies, they literally just want one person. They want the people in the front in the plane, flying the plane, the pilots, to just be qualified for the job. I mean, I, this is this is what I mentioned in the race, the Great Divide race, episode one. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Is now we're forced to make sure that it's someone of a certain skin color to do something. Now we, now we are forced to do this that it, it we're forced to look at it that way and this is exactly what I'm what I was getting at and all I'm saying is we need we need to go back to hiring people for jobs especially a job like this where it's literally it could be life or death depending on the pilot if they're if they're good or bad and the fact that we're focusing on the gender or the race of the um, the race of the pilot, and not the skill. It's just another one of those cases where every where these companies bow down to the woke mob to make themselves look good and not lose money. That's but but in all reality, they're gonna lose money because people are gonna look at this and say, "Well, I'm not flying on that airline anymore." If they're not gonna hire the best pilots. And they're gonna get get people based off their gender and and their um and their color. No, people will not take that airline. Mark my words, their sales will go down if if this is if they continue with this. I mark my words, it they will. And so, yeah, that's that. And uh, you guys just just I want you to think about that just for a second, just logically about it. And now we're going to go into the next thing. And this thing really upsets me. Um, And it's the border crisis. And and let's just say... I I just want to say this real quick. I'm not trying to compare Trump versus Biden on this border crisis. But all I'm saying is... When I read these numbers... They're pretty alarming. I mean, they are alarming. Okay? So, I, I want to read a quote from Biden when he when he talked about well he doesn't think it's a crisis okay right most Americans do but this is what he said and I quote um truth of the matter is nothing has changed as many people came 28% increase in children to the border in my administration 31% in the last year in 2019 before the pandemic in the Trump administration it happens every single solitary year there is a significant increase in the number of people coming to the border in the winter months of january, february, and march. it happens every year. okay. so it that okay, this got fact checked, okay? and i'm going to and, and mind you, these these um these fact checking websites are usually pretty they're pretty liberal and and I want to read this to you because this is the facts says the facts and I quote the president erred the unaccompanied immigrant children have come to the border in higher numbers than what he said according to the statistics published by US customs and border protection authorities encountered 9457 children without a parent In February, a 61% increase from January, not 28%. The numbers of unaccompanied children did rise 31% between January 19, 2019, and February 2019. Okay. So... This is what I'm saying. This is... This is... This is... This is what happens. Is... The media has protected the Biden administration, specifically Biden, for so long. And at one point, when it comes to blatantly lying about something, right? And this isn't a mistake. He's trying to lie because he knows the media will let him do that. And they will support him in it. They will support his lies. And this is what I'm saying is now the media is saying this is too far of a lie. We can't lie this much. They can't. That's literally what this is about. That's why they're fact checking it. Because usually, there's stuff he says that's just not true. They don't fact check it. But at this point, it's it's so blatantly just just a lie that they have to fact check it on liberal websites, which is it's pretty amazing to see. And I wanted to I want to read you this stat. Okay, so. The apprehensions of unaccompanied minors at the U.S. border. In April 2020, it was 741. Okay. 741. That is... It, I think that's the lowest in the last... Let's see. In the last two years. Okay. And then now, present... This isn't present day, but February, 20, February 2021. It's, it was last month or two months ago, actually. My bad. 9,457. <laughs> it's almost 9,000, guys. That's almost 9,000 more. It, and it it it's a steady increase from when when Trump left office all the way into when um all all the way into uh into uh Biden's um run as president right now so i just wanted to read that and just let you guys know that um there's a lot of things out there that just aren't true and that right there wasn't and a 60 percent increase is huge that's huge compared to what what biden said was just 28 and so the facts don't lie but i want to give you my opinion on it and i want to let you know why i think this is such a sad thing and why a lot of people don't really understand the border Okay, so first of all, it, it's really sad for these little kids because if you watch videos, there was a video about, I think, a week or two ago, and they dropped little kids over over a wall. It wasn't, don't I, I everyone here, oh, it's Trump's wall. No, it wasn't Trump's wall. It's a wall. They dropped them over so they could keep running towards the border to get in. They dropped these little kids, very little kids. I, I, I think they were about 10 or 11, pro- probably younger dropped them from a wall and it was high and the kids just fall just fall they just fall from the wall and they have to keep running they're all by themselves they don't have any adults with them and they're sending these little kids on voyages all the way to the border which is ridiculous and they're safer in their own co- they are safer where they were at in their country than they were when they had to cross across uh the border i'm not joking there's there's drug lords there's gang members smuggling these kids across taking the parents money just to get the kids across and saying they're going to have a better life when really there's little kids that have gone raped there's little kids that have gone killed coming across and the Biden administration wants to sit back and not say one thing about it and this is my problem say something about it do something about it because these little kids are dying like everyone's so worried about the COVID-19 pandemic but there's a little kids dying at the border because they want to come across our country because our president wants to say all these things about the border and say that we need to be more included and and this is what happens it's evil it sucks, it's terrible the fact that those little kids, I, I, I can't even fathom that this is happening, I can't even fathom it's happening to be honest with you and and it's kind of like it's kind of like Biden saying, "Don't come over here," and then he has a loudspeaker and it's saying, "Come over here." It's like he has a little sign and then he's—I saw this little political cartoon. It's like he's sitting with the one hand and he's saying, "Oh, don't come over here," and then he has a big microphone and he's saying, "Everyone, come in." That's what it look. That's what this looks like. That's what this looks like. And what needs to happen is we need to secure the borders. And I, I've. I've watched tons of videos about the border and just about what people think. And too many people think it's about race. People think it's about not including people in our country. That's actually not what it's for. It's not for that. We are a country. We are the United States of America. If we don't have borders, you know what we are? We aren't a country. We're just free. Everyone can come in and just populate populate, there's people that want to come over to our country from ev- from wh- everywhere, and so we have to have a border because, and we have to have state lines and all this stuff, we have to have that to be a country, if we don't have that, then we aren't a country, it's just simple logic, and, and, you know, the thing is, is this, this, this stuff Trump got under under wraps he didn't he didn't do everything that people wanted as far as both sides he he obviously he worked more towards his side his side but like i read you the numbers april 2020 he had 7 it was 741 okay 741 unaccompanied minors at the us border that means with no parents now we're up to nine thousand four hundred fifty-seven. You you can't you cannot convince yourself, or I can't convince myself, what that really means. The borders aren't secure anymore, and that's a problem. And so, I just I just want to shed some light on that, and just let you guys know that this this is a border crisis, and it's it's quite sad and what really i'm worried about is the little kids that are coming across and 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 getting the getting the short end of the stick if you know what i mean so yeah and the um the next thing we are going to talk about and i know that was a little intense but just bear with me here and so the next thing we're going to talk about is the stimulus bill okay so this one's funny to me because i have kind of I kind of have an analogy to make about it, and the first thing is so it it basically the it's a 1.9 trillion dollar COVID bill, Uh, and I I think they already they've already given out tons of money. Um, I don't even need to look up. uh, That's probably trillions. Probably like two trillion. I don't even remember. But anyways. I just want to let you guys know. Th- just think about this. Okay, so we're going to print all this money into the economy. It's it's artificial. It's just artificial. Boom, boom, boom. Give us money. Give us money now. Give us money now. Right? Everyone might feel good now as far as, as, far as they get the money. You get your $1,400. Whoop-de-woo. You get your money now. Okay? That's fine. Great. Great for you. But think about this. We're pumping all this money into the United States into the national debt in a couple years or, or, or let me start with this how do you think we're going to pay for that how do you think we are going to pay for all this all these things it's simple I live in I, 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 we are in California most of these people most of you guys listening are from California if you look at the gas prices about three or four months ago they were, I think it was like $298 at Safeway. And then uh, my mom brought me, brought this to my attention. I, I, I got, I went to look at the gas at Tower Mart the other day. And it's, it's like four, it's like four, it's like four, 405, 406, something like that. How do you think we're, this is how we're going to pay for all this? We you we we all might get this fourteen hundred dollars stimulus. You get this money, woo woo woo, and then you're gonna have to. You're just gonna have to pay it back in the future. Probably more than you're gonna end up paying more than fourteen hundred dollars for what for all this stuff. You're gonna be paying way more than that, in, in in your taxes, in gas money, even in food at stores or in restaurants. Everything's gonna go up. Inflation is is, is gonna be huge, and. Um, I'm just worried about it because it's just like when someone gets plastic surgery. You can get plastic surgery right now and you can look all amazing and all whatever, whatever, right? But as you get older, if you don't, if you don't exercise, if you let go of yourself at all, you're, you'll look gross. I'm just being honest. That's, I'm not, I'm talking about anyone you will look disgusting if you don't work out if you don't eat good you let go of yourself and you don't keep up with your plastic surgery all that you you won't look good and and so that that's kind of what our country is gonna come to as far as economy because we, our economy before covid19 we had the best economy that we've ever had in the last 50 years i think i, I i'm a don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure it's been in the last 50 years. It's within that time frame. And we are going to have... We're we're going... To, everyone's going to... Every, at one point, everyone's going to start going back to work again. And the economy's probably going to look great. And you know what's going to happen? Probably midway through, when everyone's starting to work, everything's starting to get a little normalized. Boom. You heard that snap? Boom. It's gone. It's gone. It, it it's gonna it's gonna turn into something that a lot of people aren't gonna like. They're gonna owe a lot of money. They're gonna have to be paying way more money for things than they used to. And that's that's really what we're coming to. And um, one second here, I need to I need to fix this real quick. My bad, guys. One second. Okay, there we go. Um and I mean, okay, so we're back. Um and I mean, honestly, I think I, I don't know if it'll ever go to the heights of like the Great Depression. Um but it could. I I I really do think it could because of because of what's happening. All this money being printed, I just I, I can't really understand. Uh, it, it's a lot. It's it's dangerous. Because at one point, we're going to have to pay back for this. And, and, and really what this is doing, it's setting up future generations to fail. And I'm, I'm obviously included in that. And that's why I'm talking about it. Because I think it's important. And so, yeah. I just want to talk about that and let you guys know really how much money we are really spending. And how ridiculous it is, and how we are going to be set up for failure in the future. And so, yeah. And the and the final thing, I, I just want to mention this before I before I get off. And um, is the persecution of Christians. And this this weighs pretty heavy on my heart because there's a lot of people, and there's the media doesn't cover it, and. So, I want to read this to you real quick. And it says, The non-governmental organization Open Doors estimates in the top 50 countries on their world watch list for 2020, 260 million Christians are persecuted for their religious beliefs, compared to 245 million in 2019. In 2014... 2014, only one country, North Korea, was ranked as extreme for its level of persecution of Christians. In its 2020 report, 11 countries fall into that category. In the last year, Open Doors estimates that attacks on churches have risen 500%. 500%, guys, from 1,847 in 2019 to 9,488 in 2020. Indeed, the International Society for Human Rights estimates that worldwide Christians are believed to be targets of about 80% of all acts of religious discrimination or persecution. So... Hold on, guys, one second. Um... I, I want to, so reading that, um, I, I just want to read this because I, I, I know that a lot of people that listen to this may not, um, may not be Christ followers, but I am, and I, I am very bold about my faith. And I want to read you this verse from Matthew 10, 22, you will be hated by everyone because of me. But the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. And so, reading that for me, when I read that, all I know is is this is going to happen. I know this will happen to people, and it's happening now. And as you saw, it's increasing. And I know that as we approach closer and closer to the revelation of Jesus Christ... I know that these things are expected, and, you know, I just wanted to say that and just shed some light on what what is really happening and the fact that no one really talks about persecution, um, and, you know, all I got to say is, guys, is let's think about it why why like i mean even in the bible why would these why would the disciples die for their faith if they didn't if if it wasn't real i always think about that why would they they wouldn't because it was real and that's why i'm so bold about my faith because i i know that what jesus says it it ha, it things have come to pass things will come things will fade away but jesus never does and that, that right there is, is straight from the word of God. Jesus never passes away. Jesus is eternal. And all these people that die for their faith and that are persecuted for Jesus, all I know is, is that it's because they know, they believe in the hope that Jesus is. And I do pray that everyone that always listens people that listen to this i pray that you do too because the things that jesus bring to my life and sorry guys the 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 people that die for their faith it just makes me so grateful that i'm in the united states of america where it's coming one day it will come persecution will come but But I'm blessed because I don't get persecuted every day like these people. And all I know is is I pray to have the courage that they have in their life. And um, I thank you guys for listening. And um, I appreciate everyone on here that listens and that gets something out of this. Because this is why I like to podcast. I want people to think... I want people to know about things that the media doesn't share. And I just, I appreciate all you guys and um, have a good one.